0: removing the cape the place where perfectionists remove our superhero capes and discuss what it's like to wear our various titles, hats, and masks. We can pick them up at the end of the show, but for now, let's all relax. Time to get into the show. Hey superheroes, welcome back to our show. Hour, as in, this is a safe space for all of us to be honest, face our fears, have a rant, be transparent, and release anything that is keeping us from being our best selves and everything that we hide under our superhero cape. Sounds like the place for you? I'm so glad you're here. Now, I have a special announcement to kick off our show this week. You have asked, and I finally obliged, We have Removing the Cape merch. That's right. We got tees, hats, mugs. Check them out on our website at removingthecape.com. I really hope you like them and tag me in your pictures uh, on social media when you get them. Our handle on everything is at removingthecape. So before we hop into our topic, I want to discuss a little bit of what's in the news if you guessed the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard case, you're partially correct. I watched the entire trial and it was completely unbelievable. However, what I wanted to discuss, I'm addicted to court and crime TV. I know I'm not the only one. It started for me in high school when I started watching court TV late at night. I would follow these cases like, they were my favorite sitcom. I was a teenager who wanted to see the Dateline story or an episode of Forensic Files because I had to know how it ended. Is the killer in jail? Did they really die? Do we have the right person locked up? Was it the husband? Was it the wife? I mean, just so many questions. And then in college, I discovered Snapped, and it was all over from there. I would rather watch hours of crime TV and court TV than two hours of a horror movie. Now, there's a meme on social media that shows a person sleeping peacefully. And it says, me after watching a true crime story. (laughs) And the other half says, well, it shows a person wide awake. And it says, me after watching a fictional horror film. I felt I felt seen but judged at the same time. I know I'm not the only one. Yes, I sleep better after watching a true crime story than I do after a horror movie. I've to watch cartoons or something afterwards to clear my mind before sleep is even an option. However, I'm not going to act like these true crime stories don't mess with me. <laughs> I'll be real. A few years ago, I was watching a story about a cab driver who murdered five women between late 2002 and early 2003. As I'm watching the show, I learned it happened in the same city I currently live in. I started to freak out and told my husband about it. And then he hit me with a very simple response. You don't even use the taxis. I mean, he had a great point because I was ranting about this particular taxi cab company that was in the show and how I've seen them all over the city, but it didn't stop me from stressing out about the situation. Also, this was before the rise of Uber and Lyft in our area. We won't go down that rabbit hole today. <laughs> However, I say all this to say, I followed the case that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard Case because that kind of content just interests me. I found myself just listening to the trials, uh, the trial and the testimony while I was working throughout the day. I might do an episode on Crime TV soon where we can dig into some huge cases from Snapped, For My Man, Forensic Files, and all these other shows that Law and Order taught us to love. Yes. We blame you, law and order, okay? So if you have any that are interesting to you, shoot them my way. Send them to me. You can email them to me at hello at removingthecape.com or send them to me on social. I think I actually might do that as an episode here in the future. And we can talk about some of those, do a deep dive, um, maybe do some kind of where are they now updates. Uh, as you can see, that that kind of stuff. Like I said, it, it really interests me, um, but not what you expected from me bringing up Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, huh? <laughs> no, we're not going there today because I'm sure we have all heard enough. We've had enough to talk about it. Everyone else is covering it and we'll let them do that and we'll cover something else. Okay. So enough of the random side story. Let's get into the topic for today. Let's talk about Quitting. For ages, we have passed down the ideology that quitting is negative and there's nothing good that comes from quitting. I'm going to share a few quotes that I'm sure many of you have heard regarding quitting. The first one, once you learn to quit, it becomes a habit. When you feel like quitting, think about why you started. Quitting is the easiest thing to do. It's a slow process, but quitting won't speed it up. Those sound familiar, huh? I'm sure probably you, I'm sure some of you probably remember hearing it or have even said some of them. I know I have. That last one, it's a slow process, but quitting won't speed it up. That one is on the wall in my gym, and I actually appreciate that one. It keeps me going and pushing through that last set. Or on the days when I just didn't feel like going to the gym at all, you know what else can help you keep going when you feel like quitting in the gym? Looking at yourself in that cute workout set? Well, <laughs> at least it works for me. Bodied by Chaz has the workout gear, waistbands, and shapewear you need to look good in everything you wear. Check them out at Bodied by Chaz. And use code bodied to save ten percent off your order. That's bodied by Chaz C H A Z Z dot and use code BODYED, bodied B O D I E D. But there's another side to quitting. Sometimes we have to quit relationships, jobs, careers, and people who just who aren't just bothering or upsetting us, they're draining us. They're keeping us from a safe space of physical and mental health. They are keeping us from our life's assignment. We are nearing insanity as the famous quote defines it, which is, quote, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, end quote. Nelson Mandela stated that quitting is leading to sometimes we have to let go of ideologies that are failing or the way they are failing. Speaking of failing ideologies, can we take a moment to pause and discuss Elon Musk's email that was sent to Tesla executives this week? I'm going to read it to you. It's pretty short. Stick with me. The subject reads: Remote work is no longer acceptable. Here's the content of it. Anyone who wishes to do remote work must be in the office for a minimum and I mean minimum of forty hours per week or depart Tesla. This is less than we ask of factory workers. If there are particularly exceptional contributors for who this is impossible. I will review and approve those exceptions directly. Moreover, the office must be a main Tesla office, not a remote branch office unrelated to the job duties. For example, being responsible for Fremont factory human relations, but having your office be in another state. Thanks. Okay, that was the entire email. You know what, Elon? No thanks, okay? I mean, there's so much to unpack here. Now, as most of of us know, Tesla doesn't have the best reputation when it comes to workplace treatment and employee satisfaction. A quick Google search will show lawsuits and allegations against the company for unfair work conditions and practices. One would think, or maybe this is just my brand management and PR mind taking over here, but one would think that post-pandemic, a company like this would review internal practices and our hybrid and work from home policies. This seems like a great opportunity to transition employees back in a space and a manner in which that allows us to change course. I believe this is a case for any company. At the beginning of the pandemic, many people were going stir crazy working at home. Then, there was a change. They started to enter a phase where rhythm was created and true work-life balance was discovered. I'm a proponent of having the option to work from home or at least a hybrid schedule where it makes sense for your job responsibilities. This is specifically for jobs where it's possible. I understand that there are many, where it's not an option. However, Leaders who insist on having all of their employees in an office just for the sake of having them there should ask themselves why. Also, Elon had the audacity, (laughs) the unmitigated gall, the complete (laughs) nerve to say 40 hours must be worked in the office before a person can work from home. Are you serious, Elon? Pretty much you are approving your staff to work their overtime at home. You are so kind. Oh, wow. This mindset highlights idea an ideology that is quickly becoming outdated. During the pandemic, many parents were able to take their child to a doctor's appointment or have a meeting with a teacher by shifting their eight hours of productivity around those obligations. That's tough to do in a traditional work setting. The ability to cook dinner while on a lunch break help many people save money, eat healthier, and relieve the stress of the daunting what's for dinner question. To every Tesla employee or person working for another company who is faced with this challenge, I pray you are blessed with another opportunity that allows you to provide for your life, but doesn't stress you out to no end. The purpose of this episode is not to tell you to quit your job. Sometimes we have to retool our approach. And there are other times when we have to remove our superhero cape that has us thinking we can change a person or a situation and realize that this is our time to leave. Quitting is a necessary step in the path of growth. A baby stops crawling when they are more comfortable with walking. We will look out of place if we use crawling as our primary means to get around when we are familiar with walking. That's how we look sometimes expecting, cha- expecting to change a situation or people that refuse to change. There was an appropriate time to quit. To me, this kind of quitting is more appropriately called setting boundaries. I'm not speaking from a theoretical place, but one from experience. When working in a traditional environment, I always gave proper notice when leaving jobs. I made sure I set up my information in a way that it was helpful for the company and easily allowed the transfer of responsibilities. However, I experienced the situation where that was not possible. I won't get into the specifics of the project or task, but I will say this. When your body is responding to a stressful situation, there must be some boundaries and you gotta set them quickly. One weekend, I was reading an email and my heart began to spike. My heart rate began to spike. I didn't even realize it, but my Apple Watch started going off with a health warning. I didn't even know this was a feature of the watch. I had never seen it before, but that same alert happened twice that weekend. Both times, as I was reading work related communications, and my husband had a heart to heart with me, it was clear that this environment, this project, these people were impacting my health, and it was no longer safe for me. We decided I would have a conversation with the leadership on Monday morning, depending on how it was received, would dictate whether or not I immediately left. Long story short. My issues were not heard. Long story short, my issues were not heard. And I was done in that instant. Again, I'm not advocating for everyone to walk out of your job today, fire clients immediately, block family or friends in this moment. But what I am saying is to take an in inventory of the spaces and people that consistently steal your peace and your joy. Listen to what your body is saying to you. Is your heart rate spiking? Is your breathing becoming shallow? Is your anxiety reaching a new level? Try to have conversations where you can and distance yourself appropriately where you can't. If total separation is required, I encourage that in a way that makes total sense for your life. Be well and remember, under that cape, we're all just humans. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the show and tune in again next week. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Share with a friend or family member and follow us on social media at Removing the Cape. Check out our website at www.removingthecape.com. Whatever superhero cape you have to pick up and wear today, I hope it's a bit lighter and your smiles a little brighter. See you next week.